Calvin here. I just wanted to let you know there is a slight recording issue that happened during the recording of this episode where our conversations were abruptly cut off recording and I didn't notice it fast enough the first time. So there are some jumps in the conversation. It's unfortunate, but, you know, it happens. Uh, and then there's some hitching at the end, too. Uh, I tried to cut out the worst parts of it, so hopefully you can still understand. And I hope you enjoy the show. Thank you. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Where We Landing podcast. This is episode number 13. We're joined by some very special guests today, or one special guest. With me, I have Jacobo, as always. Jacobo. Andrew Yang, 2020. Wow. Give you that universal basic income, $1,000 a month. Mm. What would you do with it? Oh, I'm buying a Switch. A Switch? <laughs> yeah, I need one. That's a good That's a good option. And our very special guest, to the, guest today, Seth Watkins. Hello, my friends. Hello. Um... What would you do? Are you familiar with Andrew Yang? Very little. Did I you watch the debates? No, I haven't watched okay. the debates. Okay. Um, so Andrew Yang, he's like an entrepreneur, right? Is that yeah. what he calls himself? Let um, Andrew Yang speak. Right. He only got three minutes. Yeah, he's not that good of a deba- debater, but like when he, he has like points that he gets to and they're kind of good. But one of his things is a universal basic income, which gives everybody $1,000 a month. Just to kind of, and it, what does he say? To like fight automation and stuff like that? Because mm. people are losing their, yeah. it's a good argument. Yeah, because his big thing is that, like, a lot of jobs are getting automated right. away. Yeah. So he's saying, like, like what are these people going to do? Right. Like, you can't just leave them jobless. So if you give them that, like, they'll get, it'll kind of, like, get the ball rolling on them, like, finding something else to yeah, do. Yeah, exactly. And it, they'll cover their basic necessities while they need it. And it's a good plan. Um, yeah. Yeah, because the money's coming from the big companies that are automating their jobs away. So right, yeah. Tax them. Tax them and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's... And, y- it's just one of those things, like, he's kind of just running so that people will see this plan and think it's legitimate because of how people respond to it, which has been pretty good so far. And, like, lots of Republicans like him, too. Yeah. Because he goes on all their shows. <laughs> you know? Like, he was on Rogan, he was on Shapiro, right? Yeah, Shapiro. And he's been him. on Fox News, I think. Fox and Friends. Yeah, but he's been but he's been all the, like, Democratic ones, too, so, like, good for him, you know? Um, so how you guys doing? Good. Yeah. Yeah. Seth is back after two years. Two years. Feels like five years. It was two years. Yeah. <laughs> what's it What's it been like being back so far? It's been really weird because there's a lot of stuff that I just couldn't do, like couldn't watch movies. Oh yeah. <laughs> couldn't listen to music. Couldn't use a lot of technology. So there's been a certain period of adjustment. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we'll we'll definitely get to the movies and stuff in a little bit. Um. Yeah, I, I can't imagine. <laughs> it's not actually that hard. You get used to it pretty fast, and you're so focused on what you're doing as a missionary that it's not. Yeah, it's not that big of a deal. Does it almost feel like you just left for it like yesterday, or is it? It felt like like the time went by really fast. Okay. Yeah. At, at the start, it's it goes by really slow. At the start, but as you get used to it, the time just goes by faster and faster. And as you throw yourself into what you're doing, then the time just passes. Yeah, yeah. Super fast, and when. It, when it was over, I was honestly surprised. I couldn't believe that it had ended. Really? Yeah. Dang. And, like, you want you wanted to stay longer, right? Like, if you could, or, or well, was it, like, it was, I it was want to stay longer, situation. but I'm going home, you know? Or... Yeah. It was, like, very rarely the the leaders of the, of the missions will allow their missionaries to stay longer. It's a rare situation. It doesn't happen very much. Um, so... 
I never really considered that that much. Um, I, I wanted to stay longer, but also I recognized that it was it was time. Yeah. <laughs> College and everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. Very cool. Jacobo, how you been? I've been all right. How, when did yeah. I last see you? I, I want to say it was the last pod. No. No. No, it's a lot. The, the, uh, was it when we went play pool to play pool? Oh, yeah, we went to go play. That was last week, right? Well, not, like not last week as in like this past week. But like but the, the last before. Friday. Or yeah, the, the last Friday before this Friday that passed. Something we went like to that. go play pool. Yeah. Realized Calvin's a hustler. Oh, really? They thought I was hustling them because I'd never played pool before, but then I was actually decent. <laughs> yeah. Well, like he goes to UC Davis. There's nothing out there. He plays <laughs> pool all the they time. They have, the, at, at UC Davis is actually pretty cool. They have um, at our MU, which is like our main building. Um, what's the main building at UCLA? Like, where, you know where all the food is on the top level, and they have, like, the gift shop and everything? Was that? Oh. Is that Kurt? No. I think it's the Ackerman Center. Oh, yeah, that's right. I think. Um, but, like, for us, that's the Memorial Union, and we have, like, a big bell tower there or whatever. But if you go down in the basement level, they have, like, bowling lanes, and you can, like, play video games, and they have a billiards room. So it's, like, I, I kind of got, like, hooked, so I might go play that <laughs> when I go back up. I don't know. It's pretty cool. How's work, though? It's tiring. Work's just work. Yeah. Clock in, clock out. Clock out. And yeah. I see all the all the homies there. Alex is there like almost every day. Oh, yeah. How's Alex? Alex? Uh, he, he's kind of sad. Really? Yeah, because we went to go watch him play a tournament yesterday. Uh-huh. And he lost in the final. Uh, they got smacked. They got smacked like 8-3. That's a bummer. 8-2. Yeah. Oh, and he even, they get, the guys from his team gave away their medals. Fernando got like two of them. Really? Yeah. He has like two second place medals for just showing <laughs> for doing up. nothing. For just showing, yeah. They didn't like it. Like they gave them away because they didn't like second place. Yeah. Oh okay. Mm. I mean, as Ricky Bobby once said, "You're not first, you're last." True. Yeah. Well, dang. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, I just been working, working at the movie theater. Main place is main place. I had to. I straight had to try to wake a guy up for like three straight minutes who fell asleep <laughs> in the seat after we were cleaning. It was me and my coworker Christian who were cleaning the theater and. We get done with it, and he's, like, in the front corner, you know? And so we're like, oh, if we talk loud enough, he'll just wake up. Uh, but then we got to it, and we're like, well. And my coworker was like, oh, you try first to wake him up. And it's like, okay. So I walk up behind him, and I'm, like, I'm like jabbing him like like this at first. And I'm jabbing him like pretty. I was like, sir, excuse me, sir. <laughs> excuse me. Doesn't wake up. He's breathing, though, so he's not dead. Um, and I was like, he's not waking up. You try it. And then so he went out around from the front and, like, like shook his leg and then like with two hands like kind of like shook him like sir and he didn't wake up and this went on for like another minute and we're like want to just leave him <laughs> and so we start walking back and then we start to feel guilty and we're like no we can't leave him so we go back again and I tried to jab him again and I'm jabbing him like pretty hard like if, if I had jabbed Ryan like that she'd be like ow you know um but uh eventually he like he woke up he opened his eyes looked at my coworker, and then he closed his eyes again and we're like <laughs> And he's like, sir, and then he woke up, and he's like, oh, he's like, your movie's over, time to leave. And he's like, oh, okay. And his phone was plugged in, and he unplugged his phone and, like, followed us out. It was bizarre. But people, like, act bizarre at movie theaters. How old was the dude? Well, it's main place. He, what do you expect? It's main place, that's true. Um, he was probably, like, 26. He's a young guy. He wasn't homeless, because sometimes homeless people come yeah. in. Was and, he Mexican? No, he's white. Was he really? stoned? I don't think so. I think he was just tired. I was going to say, Mexicans tend to fall asleep a lot in random places. You think? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've heard that. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you're working, like, construction or whatever, just take a nap or whatever. Yeah. Put your, put your hat over your head. Like, I've done that. 
Or like sometimes you'll walk by and like you know like the people that cut the palm trees and the trees like you'll just see him lying on yeah, the grass yeah, yeah, taking yeah. a nap. Yeah. That's why I thought like oh maybe he's Mexican. He got yeah. tired halfway through. <laughs> exactly. If the movie was that boring. I would have. What yeah. movie was it? It was. It was in theater one. I think it might have been Toy Story four. Mm. I haven't seen Toy Story yet, but just working at the theater, I've seen like probably ev- every other five minutes of it. You know, so it's like I don't really want to watch it again. <laughs> Um, I thought the only good one was the first and the second one. I didn't like the third one. The third one was third one was good. I think they're all pretty good. Pixar doesn't really mess yeah. up a lot. It was a good movie. I just watched it this Saturday. Yeah. I thought that Key and Peele made the movie. Yeah. The characters were the funniest I like their post-credits. Mm-hmm. I've seen that a thousand times, but it, it, it's just kind of funny. And uh, Keanu Reeves. Oh. You're breathtaking. When isn't um, he? What? When isn't he? True. Everything he does. Um... Yeah, I've seen a couple movies recently. I saw The Farewell yesterday, which uh, it's like this indie movie by A24, and it's about um, Aquafina. You know Aquafina? Do you know Aquafina? Like the, the water? Oh, no, the, the actress <laughs> and slash rapper. No. Um, I guess, yeah, I guess she's pretty recent, um, but she starred in it, and um, she's Chinese, and her family uh, immigrated to America, and it, it focused on, like, this cultural aspect of death in like Chinese culture where her grandma had like a severe stage of like cancer and they took her to the doctor and they found that out but they didn't tell the grandma they didn't tell her that she was dying um and it and then so they had this like this like wedding they had to go that was the excuse to get everybody there to like hang out with her I don't know everybody hyped it up like it was really great I thought it was like Good. You know which movie I liked? What? Crazy Rich Asians. I didn't see that. Really? Yeah. That was, was a it? good movie. Yeah. I asked Kobe if he wanted to watch it. Yeah. He, he didn't. Yeah. Kobe's weird. Um, oh, I also saw Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which I, I highly oh, recommend. came out already? came out like two weeks ago. Tarantino. Um, it was very good. I watched Hobbs and Shaw. Did you see Hobbs and Shaw? I still haven't seen Hobbs and Shaw. Okay. That was... That was that was a fun action flick. That's all I'll say. <laughs> um, what else? I feel like I saw something else. I don't know. You guys seen any movies? Seen, I know. I know you've seen a lot, seen a lot of, movies. of movies. We'll get to that like later. Jacob, <laughs> you seen anything? No, I don't really go to the movies. Though. Fair enough. Um, I also started playing Pokemon Go again, <laughs> and I'm hooked. Why? Squirtle is my buddy. Okay, why? A bunch of people play it at work, and it's a really good way to waste time in between, like, cleaning theaters and stuff. It's fair. Um, and I get, because I walk a lot at work, like, I'll walk, if I'm working, like, a six-hour shift, I'll probably walk, like, seven, eight miles. Doesn't that, like, kill your battery and also your data usage? Eh, not really, because, uh, it, it, uh, like, when it's on, sure, it kills my battery, but, uh. It uses the health app in the iPhone to track, like, steps and distance, you know? Yeah. Um, so it just uses that, and then when but I log in, it updates it. When I left, it wasn't like that. <laughs> no, and, like, when I last played it, it was, like, bare minimum, but you can, like, battle people now, and you can trade Pokemon and stuff. It's interesting. Oh, so, like, they know. changed it. They upgraded Yeah, and it's, like, I'm this close to, like, you know how you could see, like, you could see, like, silhouettes of Pokemon and, like, where they are at, like, landmarks or whatever now. Oh, yeah. I'm this close to, like, taking a day and, like, finding all the Pokemon. But then <laughs> it's like, I don't know if I want to do that, you know? That's a day. <laughs> anyway, it's fun. Uh, 
another thing I wanted to get to, Instagram is getting rid of likes, probably, maybe. Mm. They, they're starting it in Norway right now where you can see how many likes you get on your photos, but nobody else can see what you get on your photos. Um, and I, I guess the purpose is to kind of combat, like, the like wars. I get more likes than you, blah, 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 blah. I don't know. Do you guys have any, like, feelings about that or... There go all the Instagram models. But they still... But my big thing is, like, I feel like people compare followers more than likes. And you'll still be able to see followers. I think to a certain extent that's true. I think that people who are so focused on, like, getting more likes, it won't really fix the problem. Yeah. Because <laughs> they'll just be focused on how many likes they're getting in either way. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's going to drop the amount of likes. <laughs> yeah. Wait, is it for posts or for comments, too? For posts. I don't know about comments. The, the thing I hate is the when they spam like the like this comment for blah blah blah. Oh yeah. I, I hate those people. Yeah. Why? They should do that for the comments too. So the comment shows up and then you can get the username of them um, and you go to their page and hopefully you get a follow. I guess. It's just for attention. That's what social media is for. Oh, pretty much. Really? That's why I like Twitter. I like Twitter more. I like Twitter. I always see you going on the rant, though. <laughs> oh, I tell you what. These last few days on Twitter, I've been... It's been driving me freaking insane. Yeah. Um, I I really haven't missed this crap from my country for the last two years. Yeah. I really haven't. I'm sure you haven't. I, it's been... You got a break of two years. Yeah, from all it was this. great. Yeah, was you excellent. got a break. And it's like... And like, I would email you, and it's like, well, Trump did this this week. Nah, I won't tell him. <laughs> my mom kept me updated okay. on all that stuff either. But, uh, I don't know, it's just... It's so ridiculous that, like, we moved two years into the future and I got back and literally nothing yep. has changed yep. <laughs> whatsoever. It's it's sad. It's like, you know, like, it's like, and what can we do, you know? I guess we can vote. Yeah. The legislators need to do their jobs, but I think that that also depends on us to a certain extent. Yeah, yeah. Um, this issue is based a lot on the NRA. Yeah. Um, and while we can talk about how stupid the NRA is all day, what they do do well, and we have to give it to them, is that they actually call their Congress people and their senators, and they yeah. make it clear what. And they, they want. keep them accountable. Right. Absolutely. Um, which is something that we, as normal Americans, don't do. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I think that we need to improve it if we really want to see any change. Yeah, and just for context, we're recording this. I think, at least forty-eight hours after both the El Paso and the Dayton acts of terror, mass shootings, whatever you want to call them, you know, I think they're terror. But um. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, it's just, those two things happening, it just kind of, like, pissed me off. And then I sent a tweet out, and then, uh, sorry, I'll say his name. James Juarez then responded about, like, gun control doesn't work, da 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 and I was like... Well, it's never been tested. We haven't put any national gun control in place for years. Uh, yeah, we put a, yeah, not in years, but we did have a federal assault weapons ban that worked for a while under Clinton. Um, and then a couple ones back before that under FDR, but it's like, I don't know, you just look at, like, Britain and Australia and stuff, and, like, they don't have guns, and therefore they don't have mass shootings, you know? What most frustrates me about this sort of thing is that other countries have reacted in the correct manner. If you take, for instance, New Zealand, that had a mass shooting, I think, like, 50 people died. Um, They immediately voted, I think, 119 to 1 to ban assault weapons. Yep, and it's just... (laughs) And... I don't know why we're incapable of doing that. You look at that, and then everybody's like, oh, like Mitch McConnell, majority leader in the Senate, it's like, oh, my wife and I are praying, and it's like, 
your leader, your majority <laughs> leader on the Senate, there's a bill waiting for you right yeah. now that the House has already passed that you could have a vote on right now. And it that, would probably pass. Uh, yeah. I tweeted about this yesterday. But that statement, when Republican senators and congressmen just tweet out, oh, thoughts and prayers for these people, yeah. that's crap, man. Yeah. I'm a religious person. I pray multiple times every day. Yeah, yeah. But when you pray, you have to get up and act according to what you're praying for. Yeah. You don't just expect God to intervene and fix everything and magically. Everything. Yeah. So they have a job to do. They need to they need to actually step up and make common sense reform. Yeah. And it's just like and you know it, like with a bunch of people I've heard a bunch of people do this, a bunch of people told me this. It's like and I get from them is just like you know, I see this happen and it it happens it, it happens like every couple of months it seems like one of these things, you know. It's like I want to do something about it. And a lot of people seem like they just don't want to do anything. They're kind of okay with this happening because it affects a small amount of people, they say. You know, it's like, it affects everyone, you yeah. know? This sucks. I don't want to have to see people dying yeah. on the news, you know? I think we're in, like, I don't know, we're, like, 208 or 209 days into the year, and we have more than 250 mass shootings. Yeah. That's ridiculous. It's, That's more than one every day. And it, yeah, it's not okay, and it's, you yeah. know. It's scary going out. Yeah. Yeah. You never know when you're going to get it. Yeah, you don't. That's, yeah. I don't know. Mm. We, I mean, we could go on about this, but uh, <laughs> I've kind of had enough, like, the past few days. Oh, yeah. We don't want to get Calvin triggered. No, I'm not going to get triggered, but Are it's just sure? like, people know what I think, you know. I don't know. You chose the word well, triggered for this? Well, what if Josh tweets at you? <laughs> I, I would probably respond. One thing I've noticed Josh doing recently, I could show you. Instead of now responding to people, he will screen cap, screen cap the tweet, send it to me, and he said... I was going to tweet this, but I'll just share my thoughts with you instead. And then he shares <laughs> what he would say to me. And then I just, you know, I don't know. I guess that's good. Yeah. You know? Who knows? Yeah. Um, Calvin, your dog is thick. Yeah? I want to pet it, but you said that's the one that bites. You know, he's been real good today. I don't want to risk it. I don't it. know. Yeah, it's just <laughs> But one time long ago, Grant Hurdle just, like, I don't know if he was teasing him. I forget exactly what happened, but, like, he kind of got, like, in his face. You don't really want to get in Doug's face, and Riley, like, just snapped at his nose and made him bleed a little bit. So that happened, you know? It's a, it's a cute dog. But he's older. He still gets excited. I don't know. I mean, pet him at your own risk. I don't think he'll do anything, but I don't know. I'd rather not take the chance. All right. And now, topic of the show, our special guest, Seth yeah, Watkins. Man. Okay. For the for the uninitiated, I guess what what is what is a, like a mission like? Okay, so um, I'm a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints. Uh, it's probable that most of you know us as the Mormons, but that's not actually the name of the church. Um, we would ask you not to call us Mormons because it doesn't represent really who we are. Um, I talked to many people during my two years in South America who didn't think that we were Christian, which is hmm. just ridiculous. That's funny. <laughs> if Jesus Christ's name is literally in yeah. our name. <laughs> um, but basically the, the mission is a chance to go to a different place for two years and serve and teach the people about Jesus Christ. Um, so my mission was in the north of Argentina in a province that's like a state of Misiones and then in the south of Paraguay. Um, so I was in six different places during my two years there, um, just helping the people out and also teaching them. All of what we do is based on if the people actually want to listen to us. None of what we do is 
is going to obligate the people to listen to us or do anything. Mm-hmm. Um, we offer to to teach them, to help them to get to know our beliefs a little bit better, and then it's their choice if they want to actually act on it. Um, but that being said, that that is the goal of, of what we do. Um, obviously, listening to someone talk is not going to change anyone's life mm-hmm. immediately. That, that's a personal choice if you're going to really act and put that sort of stuff yeah like you said earlier it takes action yeah so very cool what is okay like what's your when you're out there what's like your day-to-day kind of thing you you wake up what do you do what does your usual day look like there's there's a pretty strict routine um based on what we do obviously i should also make this clear this isn't um obligatory for us either oh really um it's a choice that we have to go out and and choose to do this and we pay for everything with our own money or the our families help us out yeah the church does not provide us in any moment with money to do what we're doing um so we would wake up at 6 30 we would do exercise for 30 minutes that was uh, a rule um just what, to what kind of wake do? us up what would you do like stretch i wouldn't do that or? much i would oh, do okay. some jumping jacks some push-ups some crunches get ready for the yeah. day um then we have an hour to like shower and eat breakfast and at eight o'clock we we plan our day out we plan the people that we're going to visit where we're going to go um, because generally we would have uh, a full city or a large chunk of a city. Um, it's it's a big area, so if we didn't plan out what we were doing, we'd yeah. just be walking all day. Right. Um, so we would plan a bit. We would study in, in the scriptures. Um, in the Bible, we also believe in a book called the Book of Mormon. Um, that basically it... Is the book... The Book of Mormon is just like your separate thing? Is it... It, it is not the Bible. Okay. A lot of people think that it's like yeah, a yeah. translation of the Bible. It's not. Yeah. Um, the Book of Mormon, we believe, was written here in in the Americas, in North and South America, during the same period of time that the Bible was being written. Okay. Um, the Register, which was written by many prophets, just like the Bible, who testified of Christ, talked about Christ, was hidden around the year 400. Stupid helicopter. See, that's something interesting. I never knew that the Book of Mormon was written around the same time. Mm-hmm. I always thought it was in Europe somewhere. No. I mean, obviously, feel free to ask any questions yeah. you have either. The, a lot of people have a bad concept of the Book of Mormon. <laughs> um, I think partially because of the Broadway play, which in no way represents us yeah. well. Um, but the Book of Mormon was written here in the, in the Americas. It was hidden, and like 1,400 years later, a prophet was called um, in New York. His name was Joseph Smith. He was just a guy. We don't worship him in any way. A lot of people think that we worship him like he's some sort of god. That's not true at all. Is he just like a historical figure? He was a prophet, we believe. Like, we talk about Moses or Abraham, like figures that you hear of in the Bible. He wouldn't be any greater than them. Um, Damn criminals. <laughs> I think, okay, There's a, obviously you can hear the helicopter. I don't think it's doing circles. Wait. It's, yes, doing, it's circles. doing circles. Leave helicopter. See, what that, the heck? That's also another interesting thing. I always thought the mission was uh, something that you had to do. I didn't know it was optional. Like, for guys, now we're just going up. Yeah. For guys, they tell us that we should serve a mission. But obviously, no one is going to like put a force gun to our head and, and force yeah. us to go out. Um, so it was my own choice if I wanted to do this or not. If not, I would have probably kept going to church and I would just be a if you choose to do it though the time period isn't optional right um no is it usually in the summer to start Um, in the summer i i left in the summer because that was just what was easiest right um but no people enter in at all times of the year 
Mm. Um, but yeah, it like obviously I had to be very sure of what I was doing if I was going to go out for oh, two yeah. years <laughs> on my own dime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, to like completely give up my life and college and everything to to be able to go out. Um, and that was a big part of what I shared with the people in in South America, that like people will sometimes call us crazy. People will not understand our beliefs, but everything that I was sharing really comes from within me because I have studied it out and I've asked God about it yeah, yeah. in prayer. And I have felt that it is true. It's not that, okay, I'm logically, this could make sense or someone convinced me that this is how it is. It was, no, I actually got down on my knees and I prayed about it. So when I say, hey, I know this is true, I'm saying that. It's not someone else. Yeah, yeah. And that was the invitation that we made to other people. Um, people sometimes see missionaries as very threatening. I'm not really sure why that is. Because yeah. literally we go into a house, we're like, look, this is what we believe. And if you don't believe us, then pray about it. Yeah. And you're going to get the same answer from God instead of from us. It's because Hispanic people have that bad relation with the old missionaries. That's probably why. <laughs> uh, yeah. Why we don't trust them. Yeah. Um. And then this is this is not so much about the mission, but it's like initially for you, like who introduced you to the church? Was your dad always in there? Your mom? My, my parents were always members. Okay. Um, but this is something I always tell people. Like my siblings are technically members of the church, but they don't ever go to church. Like Kinda my brother is hardcore atheist. Okay. Hardcore Disenfranchised. atheist. Disenfranchised. Um, so there was actually a moment in my life when my parents kind of sat me down and were like, look, dude, you're going to need to choose at some point if you're going to keep going to church or not, but it's your choice. Okay. And I made that choice. Um, I'm very convinced, especially after these two years, that I, what I was sharing is 100% true. And you made the right choice, absolutely. Yes, okay. absolutely. That's really nice, though, the fact that they gave you the choice. Because some, mm-hmm. some parents just, you know, like, kind of force their kids. Right. But the fact that they gave you the choice really speaks about the church. And yeah. Right. Lots and of little Catholic kids. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Jacoby. <forced>. Yes. <laughs> Mr. Benner and Liberty. <laughs> well, that's, that's what really attracts me to the idea of sharing this message with everyone and I would make the same invitation to the people who are listening to this like study it out like a book of mormon is free if you want to contact me for a free book of mormon I can hook you up without any yeah. problem the invitation would be read it Explore, and then pray about yeah, it yeah so if you pray about it and god answers you and tells you it's true it means that the rest of our message is true it means that the guy who translated it had to have been a prophet it means that the church is true it means that the whole message that we share can really bless and benefit someone's life but don't take my word for it. Yeah. Go look for yourself. Get your own answer. Yeah. And if the person really does it, I have full confidence in telling them if they really search with real intent, they can get an answer. I just thought about something. Yeah. Seth, you got lucky going to Argentina. Because you know how you said it comes out of your own time? If you'd have had to go to Europe or anywhere that was really well, expensive. <laughs> that's actually not true. Actually, it's based on country, how much money you you put into it Uh, so for americans it's four hundred dollars a month um for people from other countries where maybe the economic standing is not as high they pay less money and that money is then given to the church and they redistribute it based on the needs of the people Uh, so for instance where i was living i did not spend all 400 of those dollars in that month but almost certainly a missionary who's living in new york city who's paying four times what I was paying is getting maybe some of those funds to be able to to support his mission. So everyone puts in basically the same thing. So it's like a giant pool of money. Kind of. Yeah. 
Like taxes. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> but taxes don't. But optional. Right. Um, well, that's very cool. Um, and then also kind of taking a step back. You went to Utah first, right? What happened there? Right. Like, did they train you or what was going on? Yeah. So there's various, um, we call them missionary training centers. Um, there's several in the world. Like there's one in, actually they're closing a few of them. There's one in Brazil. There's one in Peru. Um, the biggest one is in the United States. So I was there for six weeks. Um, it was basically a time to learn the language a little bit better. Oh, okay. Um, that being said... It, a training camp, if you will. Yeah, basically. Um, so we were there learning how to be missionaries, what we could do, what we couldn't do, because we have to respect the laws of the country and the cultural norms and also the language. Yeah. Um, so it was basically just preparing us for that. I think I was there actually 40 days, mm. something like that, a little bit less than six weeks. And then they sent me off to, to Argentina. Nice. What's Argentina like, Sam? I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> I love Argentina yeah. and I love Paraguay, honestly. Um, I think that the place where I was was really special as well. Um, for those of you who don't know a lot about Argentina, most of the population is centered in the capital of Buenos Aires. Buenos Aires in no way represents Argentina as a well. whole. <laughs> hmm. um, where I was was very different from the capital. A lot of very humble people. Like, I don't mean this to sound bad, but I was probably in, like, the Alabama or Mississippi of Argentina. The people did not have a lot of economic yeah, advantages. Yeah, for sure. Um, I was dealing not only with Spanish, but also with a native language, um, which is called Guarani, hmm. which is from a, an ancient tribe is in that it, area. It, how far did you get with that one? Not very far. Okay. It's, <laughs> it's pretty hard. For This isn't going to make much sense, maybe, but if we talk about Spanish... Um, for those of you who studied Spanish for a year in high school, you might be aware of like conjugations where you basically lop off the last two letters mm -hmm. of the word and you add on one or two letters based on who you're talking with. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. um, in Guarani, it's like reversed. There's a base word, but you add on mm. the letter at the start of the word. Yeah. I... Um, and then the words get combined as well, but I'm not sure how those work. Like there are different sounds. There's a big nasal sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's really weird. I took a uh, I took a linguistics class two quarters ago, and it was kind of cool. Once we kind of learned like how language works and stuff, we had a lot of like exercises that were looking at very small kind of like native languages mm -hmm. to small places and stuff, and like kind of like breaking down the word and then okay, you know all these rules, put it together. Like language is kind of like a cool puzzle in that way. Yeah, it is. You know? um, oh, that's cool. Um, Wait, you have time? Wait, when you arrived, where did you arrive at? Was it in so, Buenos Aires? Or? No, well, so, <laughs> so when I traveled you fly there, from? it was a 32-hour travel period. Oh, my it was God. Awful. We took a flight. Well, we had to take a bus and then a different bus to the airport in Salt Lake City. Then we took a plane from there to Atlanta, and we had a layover of, like, five hours because the plane had problems. Atlanta. Um, we took a flight from That's Atlanta. It's a big airport, huh? It's a huge airport. Yeah. It's absolutely massive. Um but we took a flight from there to Buenos Aires, and then we had to switch airports in Buenos Aires and take a flight to Posadas. Hmm. Um, so in total, after I did the math, it was like 32 hours of travel. I was dead. That doesn't sound fun. It was not fun. <laughs> Dang. But we got there, um, like our leader, we call him a mission president. Uh, he has a house, obviously, in the center of our mission, which are is they, Posadas. Are they permanently at that location? Or? Yes. They get, they're also missionaries, technically. They're hmm. there for three years instead oh, okay. of two. Um, so he was permanently in that place and we Are slept. Are they usually like older or? Usually older. Okay. Yeah. Um, 
they were both Chileans. Oh, okay. Um, but we slept in, like, that house. We called it the mission home. Um, and then the next day, we were assigned our companions and the area where we were going to be. I started my mission in Posadas. It was probably about 15 minutes in car away from where we slept that night. Oh, nice. Um, but, yeah. Nice. Um, and they give you a nickname, right? Didn't they call you Captain America? Okay, that was another story. Oh, okay. <laughs> so What's that story? <laughs> um, obviously, when I got to the mission, there were 160 missionaries. That number steadily declined uh-huh. just for the amount of people who were willing to go on a mission during my time there. But as you might imagine, a lot of... Like, if you have 160 people, there's a lot of needs that need to be cared for. And if we're yeah. spending so much time on that, we're not going to be spending time on really doing what we're there for. Um, so there are four people who take care of like the temporal everyday needs of everyone and i was for a brief period not that brief it was like six months <laughs> yeah. um taking care of that <laughs> so my jobs involved like working with the apartments of the missionaries um also working out the travels every six weeks you might switch areas or switch companions and we weren't allowed to travel alone if it was all at all possible to mm-hmm. avoid that. Yeah, yeah. So I had this huge jigsaw puzzle puzzle of okay, this guy's gonna all travel with this guy, and, and they're gonna travel here, and then they'll met, meet these two people, and then they'll split off, and they'll go here. Um, but for six months, I spent basically more than half of my time worrying about that stuff. Thing. Um, I'm not sure why, but my job, I was the secretary to to the mission president. I don't know why, but the nickname was there as Captain America. I think it's because. The guys were almost always white <laughs> because we had to communicate with church headquarters and airports to be able to organize flights and stuff. Yeah. So they need to be able to speak English uh, okay, and okay. Spanish. Yeah. Um, so for that reason, it was almost always a white guy, and they got the name of Captain America. At my work, they just call me white boy. There's <laughs> <laughs> uh, a lot of Mexicans at Main Street. Yeah. I'm like, there's like two white people. I'm Including one. you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't mind. It's okay, Kim. It's all right. It's a term of endearment. It is. That's what I tell myself. Now, they would have said hot dog water. Mm. Have you heard of this? No. That white people smell like hot dog water? No. Okay. See, it's funny. I think you're the only one, because I asked my friend Ethan, who's also white. Uh-huh. What did he say his middle name was? His middle name? Is your middle Mc- name Michael? Mc- McGregor. What's your middle name? Peter. Peter, that's right. McGregor. Dad. Like like the fighter? McGregor? I'm like, yeah. That, that's a Connor. pretty white. McGregor. He's so Irish. It's a, yeah, that's Irish. pretty white. Yeah. So I asked him, like, oh, have you ever heard of that? Like, white people smell like hot dog water? Never heard of it. So I'm pretty sure it's just you, Calvin. I heard it on a podcast one time. I don't know who likes it. And the, <laughs> the person I heard from, uh, Jared Petty, he's from North Carolina. So maybe it's like... It's like a southern thing? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, like, southern people do boil their hot dogs. I boil my hot dogs. Oh, How do you make man. hot dogs? I, I you need to... Hot- Speaking from experience, having boiled many a hot dog in South America, you yeah. gotta grill those things, man. Uh, <laughs> they just they're not good boiled. <laughs> I, I like it. You gotta grill them. That or you can put them on like the pan, a little bit of oil. Mm, also, yeah, pan. like obviously, going to college, I eat a lot of mac and cheese. Spice it up every once in a while. Just get a pan, throw a hot dog on, cut it up, put it in your mac and cheese. Like for that, I'll use a pan. No, oh, okay. you know. Yeah, but I ideally you want to grill them. Just like a hamburger, ideally you want to. Because it keeps like the. Well, not only that, I don't know. I feel the like flavor boiling the juice. Kind of, kind of weird. <laughs> Take out the hot dog and it's all sweaty. It's like. Oh, I don't. I don't like 
like my food wet. Do you like, like pasta? I like pasta. I'm talking about like my meats. Oh. You right. like wa- like water wet, right, yeah, not I like, like sauce wet. I, I like my meat like yeah, watery wet. No, no. Like I like my meats dry, like steak. So you're not. I sous-vide can't have it. Kind of a guy. Sushi. Sous vide. So you like your meat well done? Yeah, I like my meat well done. Like. How you order your meat? To, medium rare. To the it's point. Be medium rare. I go medium. Where, like it's crispy, like it's. Like a McDonald's hamburger. I, I honestly I don't have hamburgers yeah, from McDonald's. I don't think I I've eaten a hamburger at McDonald's. I haven't eaten McDonald's in a long time. Yeah. Mm. Oh, I have another question. Well, we'll keep talking about it. When you first got back to the states, what was like the first thing? In you and ate? out. Oh yeah. In and out. There no question. That's a good choice. <laughs> they don't actually. What was know. your order? What was your order? I got a number one with grilled onions. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's a classic. Can't also with pickles. In and out. I'm a pickle guy. I don't know. Such a good staple. It is, and it's so cheap. It's nice to have, yeah. It's so cheap. So cheap. And it's so good. Relatively healthy, not a bunch of yeah. fast food, usual garbage. The people there are nice, you yeah. know. When me and Jacoby went to, a, we went to the Shake Shack in L.A. Yeah. Our thing's overpriced. For, like, the combo, it's East like Coast, 10 bucks. Man. It's like 10 bucks. Really? For combo. It's like a simple hamburger, like, when like you get it in and out. Like, I like Five Guys, a little bit. It's, it's way too expensive. expensive. And then, like, the shake's, like, $4 on its own. It's yeah. like, might as well go to Fernie's place. Yeah. Bernie works at Watson's. In yeah. the circle. Yeah. Have you been to Watson's in a while? It's been a while. Okay. I have been to Watson's, but... It's really different. It is? The, the food's like, not that good, but the shakes are. And it, it's, like, fancier. It's, it's, it's been like, around for so long. It's like a... Ro- I don't know how I would describe been it. gentrified. Kind of. It's like a... More of a, like, a rustic hip, hipster... Yeah. 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 Gentrified. Um, we did a trivia night there. We should do a trivia night before we all leave. I could take you it. Could help us, you could help us finally win. The last I did, question. I went to a trivia night with my brother. Oh, really? Um, he has his own team. He's been doing this for a long time. Dang. He like, went to regionals. And stuff. Holy crap. But, yeah, man. What was the last question? We were like in third like the whole time. And you still get something for third place, right? Yeah. So you're like a voucher for like something Some. percent off. Yeah, sure. Uh, the last question, which we had to put double or nothing to win, of course, uh, was name the 10 NBA teams that have never won an NBA title. Frick. And then it was, there, there was a weird wording the lady used. It was, uh, and if, if, they're, if they're previously a different name, it doesn't count. So what does that mean? It doesn't count, it's like, okay, so we can't put them, or their last title and the other name doesn't count. You know, I should ask for clarification, but we lost. Hmm. I mean, you guys got most of them down. I think it was just like two. We got like seven right. And three wrong. I don't know. It was weird. around. I think we put the Grizzlies are another one. I think I'm not sure that something the about the Suns. Because the Pelicans were the Hornets, right? Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think they have either. I think we put that, but we might have put we might have put the the Wizards, and when they were the Bullets or something, they might have won something stupid like that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? You okay? So back to Argentina. You had what do you, what do you call them? The companions? Yes. Call them? Yes. How many like of those did you have? Uh, How I think companions? at the end of the day I had ten in total mm-hmm. in my two years. Were they all pretty like cool guys? Got along well? Most of them. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Other ones. Most like, of them. The ones that didn't like why? Lazy. Um, that was the big problem. Lazy. Okay. Um, for those of you who don't know me, I'm a try hard <laughs> in everything. So, um, 
it, it's obviously all based on the personal desire mm-hmm. that someone has to like go out every day because no one's holding a gun to your head no one's putting a camera there oh did they go out today or not yeah. like it's all in us so i did have i think two of the 10 were pretty lazy really um and yeah we we didn't get along that great because also that was based on like the obedience to the rules that's another thing no one's checking it except you but like the rules have been system. laid out and yeah. like we believe that we need like the spirit of god with us yeah, and if yeah. you're not obeying his rules how are you going to have his spirit to be able to teach the people you aren't the two that were not so good where were they from um one of them was from utah mm. um the other one was actually from paraguay oh interesting yeah so hope they don't listen to this but <laughs> yeah are you in contact with any of them still um yeah i like the the other eight were pretty good friends yeah. of mine um and you're spending that much time with someone Right, like you're with them 24 hours a day, literally. Yeah. Like there's no way you're getting out of it. Um, my my second companion, he was a Mexican guy. I absolutely loved him to death. Uh, we had a lot of fun together. Uh, after that, I was with a Peruvian for a long time. Also got along great. An Argentine, also got along great. Um, I was with a, another American. He was from Utah, got along great. Um, I was with a Chilean we didn't get along fantastic, but we understood each other. Like, we respected each other. Mm-hmm. Our ideas of how to do the work differed, but there was enough respect in that relationship that I wouldn't say that he was, like, a bad companion. Yeah. Like, he did his job. He was working. He was obedient. We just didn't necessarily see eye to eye on the decisions. We click all the way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, after that, I was with, I think, four straight Americans. Really? And we're back. Continue our discussion with Seth about his mission. Um, I don't know what we missed because I looked down and it wasn't recording. So you were talking about, oh, your companions. You still keep in yeah. touch with some of them. The guy from yeah. the Chilean guy. With, you... Um, we I've talked with almost all of them since I've gotten home. Um, did the Insta follow? Right. Yeah. Exactly. Like, none of them live especially close to me. I mm-hmm. think the closest any of them got was Arizona. Oh, interesting. Um, but, yeah, I'm sure that we'll keep in contact, and when they're down there, I'd love to catch up with them. Because they really do become lifelong friends. Like, you're with them 100% yeah. of the day. Yeah. For, at the very least, a month and a half. Yeah. Dang. So, yeah. That's crazy. Um, and then, coming back, and you, you talked about it briefly earlier, but I don't know. like What was it like? I know we had to get together, like, a day after you got back or whatever. Like, what was it like, like, seeing everybody again, seeing the group um, again? I think it was less weird for me than it was for everyone else. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I feel like some of the people who were there are probably going to listen to this, but it's true. I felt like everyone else was more weirded out about seeing everyone than I was. Yeah, it I was could just, feel that. It was just kind of natural for me because I hadn't really seen anyone else. It was else jumping right back into yeah. it. Yeah. It was just normal, but I don't know. Things do change. I expect them to change more now that I'm heading off to college. Yeah, yeah. But, um... I don't know. It's good to see everyone, see how they've changed in the two years. Um, and, yeah, that's still an ongoing process. I haven't seen a lot of people. I still haven't seen my sister, really? for example. Um, but, yeah. Huh. Cool. Yeah, like, the first two years of college are, like, I don't know. It's, like, obviously I, I, I have Ryan. Ryan goes to UC Davis, too. But, like, for a lot of our friends and stuff, you're kind of thrown into a new spot for two yeah. years. And it's, like, okay, go be successful in your academic and social lives, you know? Yeah. It, it's it's interesting. Do you know anyone else is also going to UCLA? Well, I mean, I know the people who, from our class of 2017. Yeah. 
like are heading up there, like Jacob Kaufman and Itzel and Stephanie and Anne and Kyle. Um, apart from that, Kyle's really. in the wind. Yeah, really. I thought he was the ghost for a while. Now, Kyle's but then too I was nice. like, no, nah, he didn't care. Kyle streams on Twitch sometimes. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, Kyle's such a nice guy. I love Kyle. He's mm-hmm. in, yeah. When I had him for He's always AP. been nice to me. Really? He's always been nice to me, too. Yeah. He, he loved me. Not to some other people that we know, but... Yeah. He's a nice guy. He's a good guy. Yeah. Generally, overall, he's a good guy. Um, are you ready for UCLA? Uh, probably not. Yeah. <laughs> I've been reviewing calculus for the past two weeks. Oh, wow. That's been... See, for uh, me, I was like, oh, maybe I'll take some math courses in college. Um... And then I went over, like, all my requirements and stuff. I was like, oh, I don't have to take math ever again. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> and I, I'm, just, I'm just so stoked to do it. I, I took a stats class because, like, oh, stats could be used. Could be. <laughs> Got the start of you talking about your education teacher, professor, right? Oh, yeah. Um, it's going along that path. Yeah. It's very yeah. good. I, ideally, I've said, like, I wouldn't want to teach LM. It would either have to be elementary school above like fourth grade, because I get I get, like if the kids are too young, like like they make me nervous. I get nervous like, for my little kids. Too. Yeah, like like fourth, fifth, and sixth grade. I they're just do. so unpredictable. Yeah. Like especially like even at the movie theater, like I'll be walking through the lobby, like sweeping or like moving something somewhere, and a little kid will just out of nowhere, boom, right in front of me, and it's like. That's because they they don't pay attention. Yeah. They they endanger themselves too. Like on Saturdays when I coach the little kid that's like six, seven, and eight, and I have a group that's like three, four, and five. Yeah. And like the young ones, like they run around and they don't care. Like they slam into the wall or they'll trip over themselves, and it makes me nervous. They're so little. And there's just so much energy. Yeah, it's like you don't even tire them out. Yeah. I have them run laps, and they're still running. (laughs) Run laps. And then like I. I, what I like to do is if there's because sometimes there's like four or five of them yeah and like at the end like we usually play like a little game so if there's not like enough of them like I'll play against them mm-hmm. like they run like into me like and like I'm tall and so like they'll run into my legs but they don't care like they run head on into me sometimes and it makes me nervous they'll just like appear at my feet and I'm like I yeah <laughs> I couldn't even see you you're not even in my field of vision it's like or like the older ones sometimes they'll hold on to my legs and like, like anchor. Yeah, and like I'm trying to like not tip over. Yeah. Cause like they'll grab onto me monkeys. like this. It's like a bunch of monkeys. Yeah. And like I couldn't do like little kids. Yeah. They'd have to be a little bit older. <laughs> nah, I couldn't do that. No. Um, so Seth, you've seen a lot of movies since you've been back. I have. <laughs> uh, but specifically, you've seen of the Marvel movies. What do you view? Ragnarok. Ragnarok, Black Panther. Uh-huh. Um. Infinity War, Infinity War. Oh, Ant-Man and the Wasp oh, yes. Captain Marvel Endgame and Spider-Man Far From Home and Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse so that's like almost all of phase, majority of Phase 3 yeah yeah what'd you think <laughs> I thought it was great yeah <laughs> loved it um, I thought I have a lot of thoughts about this I thought that the way that they made Thor's character in Ragnarok and Infinity War uh, was really cool they like powered him up. I thought that he was a lot more stylish. Character. He was actually the god of thunder. Yeah. Um, Black Panther was excellent. Oh that just gosh. speaks for itself. Yeah. Um, I thought the acting was incredible. I thought, especially, what most impacted me was Michael B. Jordan's last line. Such a compelling character. Too. Um, just like it was a thud at the end of that movie. It was actually different than a lot of people did. Yes. As a comic book nerd, 
Okay. I was not that surprised. Okay. Um, my big question was if he was going to get all six stones together in the first movie or in the second movie. Oh, okay. Um, so upon him getting those stones together in that movie and him killing off half of the population, that yeah. is the story that Infinity War plays out in uh, the comics. Mm-hmm. It's very different in the comics, but it's basically what it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that being said, the route that Endgame took to finish that story was much different than I thought it would be. Oh, okay. Um, I kind of figured that they would be hunting for Thanos for a while and they would find him with the gauntlet and they would just reverse it. That was not what they did. To kill him in like the first five right. minutes? They killed him like 20 minutes in. I was yeah. like, well, <laughs> I'm not really sure what they're going to do yeah. with the rest of this movie. Yeah. Um, but at the end, it was a great idea. They paid homage to the rest of their movies, starting yep. from Iron Man in 2008, yep. in a very sweet and compelling manner while also telling the end of the story. Yeah. Um, I thought it was excellent. Um, I would not have chosen to do the whole time travel thing if I was creating it, but they pulled it off. They absolutely Time travel is so hard, and they nailed yeah. it. Yeah, they did. Yeah. I cried a little. <laughs> I And uh, especially I when they have the, the ting, ting, like in the, in the end of the credits from him making the suit in the first Iron Man. Oh, yeah. That was like, man. Yeah. Because I, I had quite the experience seeing... Endgame, I bought my tickets right when they came out, or whatever, and then I was like, oh, an hour will be fine to get there early, and then uh, I get there, and it's like, the line is like, I hope I don't get a bad seat, and then I was like, in the second row, on the side, sitting on my tailbone, watching it like that, so I was like, and then like afterwards, I'm like, I was just like, kind of in pain, but it, like, the movie was good, and I was like, it was, for me, it was, it was good, but I didn't feel it was, to me, it was as great as everyone was saying. So then I was like, okay. And I saw it again the next morning. And I'm like, okay, yeah. Yeah, it's good slash great, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know. Like, yeah, like like you said with Black Panther, it was just like the story in the movie was so good and Ryan Coogler did such a good job. But And then it was also cool to kind of see, like, okay, it hit a billion dollars. It, it's making all this money. And it's like people always say, like, oh, black films can't make money. That's why people don't make them. And for it to, see, for it to be, like, the most the highest earning Marvel movie at the time before Infinity War and then to get nominated and win Oscars like that was such a cool thing to yeah. see I thought they did just an excellent job with everything Yeah. Um, I will be interested to see what they do now in the future having edited a few of the storylines yeah. that they have going and so many other storylines announced right yeah. and they're let's be honest they're like they aren't A-list characters no. That they have coming but yeah. it's marvel everything they touch turns to awesome so trusting kevin feige <laughs> yeah um i don't know we'll see what they do i'm i'm excited to see what they do i assume that they're going to keep some of the characters that they've been creating these last few years i'm excited to see what they do with captain marvel also this scroll yeah. story that they're slowly creating even the end of far from home right yeah that was like spoilers but, but um yeah of course spoilers but, yeah, I've been rooting for a Skrull movie for a long time mm-hmm. with them as a villain because it would create this psychological aspect um, because they would basically be fighting themselves and not really sure who they could trust. They didn't choose that route in Captain yeah. Marvel. That surprised me. Um, but now I don't know what they have planned for these next few years, so we'll see what they, what they do. What did you think of Captain Marvel? I thought it was good. I thought they did a good job. Um, yeah. Yeah. Jacoby hated it. That really? podcast didn't go live because it went into some other awful stuff that I wouldn't let go on the internet for Jacoby's sake, but uh, he didn't like sure it. let it go. <laughs> no, I didn't, that would ruin his career. <laughs> his Maybe. career. It was a lot of stuff that Kanye West has said, so. 
Um, I'm not aware of any of it. I'll fill you in afterwards because I don't want to say it right That's now. That's fine. Um, yeah, I'm excited, man. And the the what's the Doctor Strange one the new? But it's it's uh, like it's playing like with horror elements some, and stuff. Yeah. Um, cool. I think there's a lot of routes that they could take. I think it's most likely that they choose the villain as Nightmare, which is a classic comic book villain. Yeah. But we'll see what they do. I'm told that they're planning to put Scarlet Witch into that, which is going to add another yeah. interesting element. You have two sorcerers basically. Yeah. But. I'm, and I'm excited um, for all the Disney Plus things they're doing, too. Yeah. And Disney Plus being $7.99 a month, that's cool. And we it's get the Metro, so every Marvel movie, and it's kicking Rose the Mandalorians, oh. uh, which is bounty hunters, but with fat-looking bounty hunters. And it's <laughs> going to be there, like, at launch, and they're going to have Vision and um, the Loki show, and what's... Uh, I think they're doing Hawkeye Hawk, as well. Hawkeye, and they're having uh, Falcon. and Falcon. So, uh, that's so cool. I don't know. I, I can't wait. Yeah, for $8 a month. Not bad. Yeah, eight bucks a month. Netflix is like fourteen. They're raising it. Yeah, yeah. so I'm Disney's coming in and like, yeah, they're destroying it. Oh, that's really cool. I'm getting HBO instead. <laughs> yeah, you already have HBO. Well, yeah, it's on my TV, but I guess the app's different. Like, oh. you actually have to pay for it. Oh, okay, okay. And I'm waiting. I'm waiting for Euphoria to come back around. I still have to watch the season around. We will be having a Euphoria season one recap pod. So I will not be a part of it because I don't know what that is. Yeah. It, Mm. <laughs> it's, a, it's a very extreme show. It's edgy, but the point of being edgy that I don't like it as much as other people, but it's interesting. It's Zendaya, she stars in it. Um, Alright, I think that wraps it up. Uh, Seth, do you want to like pimp out any social medias? Anything? I don't know, man. If you guys want to follow me, social media platforms are by Southwest. Yeah. It's more clever than it sounds. Just think about it. <laughs> I agree. Jacobo, you have anything? No, not today. You can follow the pod at WWLPod on Instagram or at WWL underscore pod on Twitter. Uh, go to either one of those and all our information is on there. And you can follow me on Twitter at Calvin12Coffee. Thank you for listening. This has been episode 13.